0: hi everybody it's karina here in the Hales,
1: in the his house and <laughs> oh my denise yeah i was gonna say you're gonna say who you are <laughs> uh, i'm denise yes, that's who i is
0: yeah girl yes girl and um yeah welcome back to another, you know, segment of the Loft Chronicles. Um, we're very happy to have you with us. Hoping everyone is all well. Now, um, this episode and this this um, yeah, so this episode, we're gonna talk about women, you know, inequalities and you know, misogyny and stuff and and, and the like. Um, I, I think I thought that this was an important topic. You know, because in the news we've had, you know, Sarah Everett, may she rest, um, you know, the disappearance and just the overall conduct of the police after those events Mm -hmm. and kind of what's come out of it. And just the whole conversation. And of course, guys, this is obviously not the first woman who's gone missing. Um, You know, it it has happened before. But obviously, you know, I think this one's hit us a bit harder. I think a lot against the the backdrop of the pandemic. Um, You know, we are at home, you know, we're, we're kind of more plugged in, aren't we? um so I think you almost cannot you couldn't avoid this and obviously the fact that it was at the hands of the police you know i just a young woman walking home from a friend's house we've all been there we've all done that basically in a way it could really happen to any one of us obviously you know we're not hoping it does but um I think it really brought up a lot of feelings for me um
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know then like you know I'm sure you heard the, obviously you've heard the news we all have um how did it kind of yeah. impact you
1: um it was kind of crazy actually because I heard about it a couple of days after she had already been missing and I heard oh young woman goes missing walking from Clapham to Brixton and I was like what mm. that's my ends. Like, that's, that's where I it. used to walk that's exactly so it. yeah I ends. was completely just yeah. absorbed in the story to yeah. try and figure out what happened, where where did she go? So I was following threads on the internet and stuff where people were trying to work it out and looking mm. at CCTV images and all this kind of stuff until we finally got the news that they had the suspect. And yeah, it went kind of downhill from there. But um, no, the the story was really sad and really just like made you think about your own safety, the safety okay. of everybody else, who you can trust, where you can be by yourself it wasn't even like that late
0: yeah right and even then that's that begs the question what does it matter how late Mm. it is right why why as a woman why as women can I not walk down the street at three o'clock in the morning if I fancy a walk why do I need to be fearful I pay my taxes um you know I have every right to walk the streets as anybody else um why is it that you know but I do. I'm not gonna lie. I, I wouldn't do it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I would be like, I'm nervous. I'm scared. Um, let me have my. I wish I wouldn't do it. I mean, I just well, would definitely...
1: to be fair, I would say that that would be an issue for both men and women though, mm. because I wouldn't want none of my male friends, my husband, walking on the street at three o'clock in the morning yeah. by themselves either, because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it's pure crazy people on the street at that time.
0: Trudor, so Trudor. you
1: don't know who you're going to encounter or what's going to yeah. happen.
0: It's an antisocial time Yeah, and there's, yeah. No, there's no witnesses. Um, like, there's no people. But, but then, to be fair, that, I think what the problem is, is we can't remember what it was like back in the day, pre-COVID. We mm-hmm. did used to go out. I know it's mm-hmm. hard to remember. Um, historically, right? And um, yeah, we would, you know, we might go out for drinks with our friends and you might find yourself coming off the bus or even getting out of the Uber and walking a few centimetres, whatever, to your home. Mm-hmm. Um, so this could be anyone, and it would have been three, or four o'clock in the morning. That's the thing you 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 do sometimes find yourself. In the t- I mean, yeah, not routine, not daily. Do you find yeah, yourself yeah. Kind of talking about those times? But you can potentially find yourself there, and I think it's that whole thing around you. Sh- we we should just feel safe. Um, yeah, we should feel safe. I think that's it. Full stop. Yeah, it doesn't, it
1: doesn't we should, but I think that as long as there are people around that are not all the way there all the way right as long as there's yeah. these broken people in our communities yeah. then you can never feel 100 safe no matter that's, who you are
0: and that's it and that's it I mean I think again like I was saying to you earlier this kind of all came out because me and my, my husband we were having a conversation about this whole there's been a lot of narrative on social media especially saying educate your sons so mm-hmm. I think it says protect your daughter and then he put a line through it and say educate your son and that's created a lot of, I think that's created again um, another conversation because yeah. there the, a lot of boys, and I think we're well, not, sorry, boys, um, a lot of men are now saying, well, well, hold on, you're attacking all of us now. Yeah. And I think there is that whole, yeah. I think they're feeling attacked. And obviously then the women are now saying, guys, basically shut up. This isn't about you. Um, this is our time. You know, this is women's time to talk. And men are like, ooh, but not all men. A bit like, yeah, not all white people are racist. That whole kind of narrative has popped up, which is, which is mildly frustrating, um, I mm-hmm. think. But it's but insane that I do understand where some of the men are coming from because it is quite dangerous when you do say stuff like, for example, some people saying men should be on a curfew to
1: yeah. nine
0: o'clock. And I was like, yeah. okay, guys, now we're, now we're talking. That crazy. sounds
1: ridiculous.
0: Absolutely ridiculous.
1: Well, and okay, what would that do? The right. weirdos who are looking to do something would be breaking the curfew anyway. That'll be the least of their worries.
0: Exactly. Oh, oh, wait, I'm weird.
1: Let me obey this curfew. <laughs> Let me oh, think. Oh, sorry. oh, pass my yeah. curfew. Better go
0: inside. Better go inside, yeah. Say, yeah I'll, put, I'll put rape on hold for before for, for the hours of nine o'clock. Like, yeah, so it wouldn't work anyway. And again, it is a bit like, well, again, we must be careful that we aren't saying, we're not labelling all men as predators, exactly. as evil rapists or whatever it is obviously unfortunately odd few people that again are broken and obviously maybe do have issues that they need mm-hmm. to work through um but yeah i mean we both have boys. I will be doing my part, I guess, um, you know, to educate him and to make sure. And I think it's just not even again, not 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 make put saying through like militant training on, you know, we you must be a feminist, blah blah blah. We we're not yeah. saying, saying all that, but I want him to know just equality, isn't it? Just like treat a woman as equal. Perhaps we let go of sayings like you throw like a girl, you run like a girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to think that those kind of sayings are kind of being put to bed anyway. Yeah. But I know I was raised around those kind of sayings. So you're such a girl, like a boy cries, you're being such a girl was like the general you know yeah the whole conversation and yeah, it definitely yeah. was like when it's a woman we seem weak we're automatically deemed as the weaker sex um, and, and that's what i'm mm. saying i think um, the problem stems from
1: although i mm. would question that because i would say it's not weak it's just emotional and why are we associating emotional with weak women mm. are more emotional exactly but that doesn't equate to weakness
0: exactly. and I, do you know what and you just no. you, you girl you you did that and I think that's a massive thing is that and I think even for me I struggle with that I, I, in terms of like I can be quite an emotional person and I think I've always kind of sometimes seen it as this is a weakness like why yeah. come on a toughen up but actually my my emotions have actually really helped me in my my life my personal life in my career almost where I engage with people in the community. Yeah and you know you need that emotional um yeah you need that emotional yeah. tool and it's actually a strength it's something that actually has, has really helped me um but I think for so long and again I guess it's what I grew up around and it is what the, the media said it's weak yeah. to show your emotions it's weak to be crying why are you crying like man up
1: <laughs> exactly what, yeah, yeah that's
0: yeah, what yeah. we were all told and that's what I've been told a few times in my life and it's like what the hell does that mean um and then of course this leads on to another conversation doesn't it about that to- toxic masculinity in, in is that it's what they call it where a lot of our men have been raised um on that whole it's weak to show emotion don't cry
1: yeah which is ridiculous because balance is everything and we but everybody has feminine and masculine energy within them mm-hmm. and so just because a man has tapped into his feminine energy and might be showing a bit more emotion or whatever doesn't make him any less of a man and just like how a woman can be feminine sometimes and then she can tap into her masculine energy and it doesn't make her any less of a woman. It's just ridiculous to think that you can't have the flexibility of having both.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, I guess the conversation with Denise, I mean, personally, I mean, you you grew up in Brixton. Um, I myself grew up in Brixton. Um, I guess, you know, could you say there were times in in where you were perhaps walking home um, and you've ever felt, um, you know scared or threatened because I must be honest a lot of people don't if I'm honest you know just mm-hmm. don't feel scared they're so how can I put it it is that whole thing around I'm so this is my community so much yeah. I don't have any fear walking through it so I, I'm curious to actually know how yeah I and mean, then this is this is not getting not rehearsed I'm, mm-hmm. I am curious to know how you have you ever really you know felt or if you've been in a situation where you felt really intimidated and in what you've done
1: um I think walking walking around generally no I don't generally Mm. feel scared or threatened I think Mm. it does come back to that whole um when you're coming home late at night when you might have been out like before I was driving or whatever and you would have to walk from the bus stop or wherever generally I tried to make sure that I wasn't alone Mm. so I yeah hardly ever was walking alone but I think it was less of a fear and more just an uber awareness of everything that's going on around me. I knew that I had to be very aware. I had to know who was on the road with me. I had to be watching everybody's movements and not from a place of, oh, I'm so scared, but just from a place of, okay, I need to be on guard just in yeah. case.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, there was no particular situation, but I would yeah. say that I felt particularly fearful or whatever. I think just just being on the street after hours when it's not well lit, yeah, I think would be the most kind of you're just so aware of everything, every movement, and you know, that whole thing about you hold your keys and you mm-hmm. know to cross the road if there's something yeah. like all of those things that we grew up on kind of go through your mind at that time.
0: And I think, yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Same as me. Like I'm um, no, not many people know this, but I don't know if you know what Carve McGarve is. Mm. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I'm What's so that? sorry to people who know exactly. It's a bit like a self-defense Tai Chi type martial okay, arts. Okay, training. Yeah, yeah. So I myself went on Groupon or whatever and did um, like three sessions of it. Yeah. Funny, funny story. This is when I was, I'd say pre pre-motherhood. So I wasn't I wasn't a parent yet. And I don't know what happened. I think I think there was a situation. I feel like maybe I was coming home late or I was, you know, it's one of those ones where you're you know coming home late, I was alone and I felt slightly intimidated. I think I saw a group of men and I instantly thought Karina, if they came at you what do you have? Like mm. I could scream real loud, but actually I probably that wouldn't do anything. And I could hurl at abuse, but apart, or oh, I could talk them out. You know, talk to them because <laughs> I'm a good person. But really, I feel, I have nothing. Like in terms of, I don't have any. You know, I don't have any. I don't know how to protect myself if it came mm. to it. And so I took these classes and um, to be honest, I've forgotten everything I've learned. I can't lie. <laughs> but it made me feel really empowered um, yeah. even doing it and even just learning. And, and I must admit, well, I didn't forget everything. I did I did take ahead a like a few, you know, how to, you know, I think face knows something, you know, in terms of mm. if you ever want, if you ever do get attacked. Um, and honestly, I felt way more um, walking around late at night. Even though, again, not to be funny, I'm sure if 10 men jumped me, <laughs> it might not really help me. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, personally, I felt protected. And, but then even looking back, I thought almost a bit sad. Cause I'm like, oh, my God, why did I feel the need to go ahead and do this intensive training, spending money? Mm-hmm. Because again, it's not like I'm in the military or I'm in the Navy and for my career, I needed it. Just mm-hmm. because I felt unsafe once. And I was like, I'm, you know, I'm the one who. It's like, I taught myself, I'm the person who needs to change. I need to educate myself and, and prepare myself yeah. just to walk home, just to, do you know what I mean, just to live my life. Mm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't continue on with that. Um, but it was just something interesting, just a passing thought of mine. I was just a bit like I really took martial arts of some sort of training. Um,
1: and the, fun, of was- the funny thing about that is that mm-hmm. I planned, well, they should have started already if it wasn't for lockdown. But both my son and my daughter are going to do martial arts. And for that exact reason. Because Fantastic. I think that they both need to be able to protect themselves and defend themselves from the crazies in this world. Fantastic. So I don't think yeah, it's necessarily I, yeah, t- a bad thing. Yeah, I'm doing I think it's, it's good to be able to, as much as you want to, as much as the aim is to have a safe world where everybody feels safe, Exactly. it's still, it's like, how realistic is that?
0: Mm-hmm. So you
1: always want to try and be prepared, I think.
0: Yeah, totally. And you know what it is? And you know what I think makes this one, see this situation just extra oh, my freaking God, is the mm-hmm. fact that we buy by a police officer and he had the girl, which, unless, let's not mm-hmm. be honest, like, the police, how do we feel about them?
1: So that's so what I was going to say, Karina, because <laughs> yeah. I think that that is more shocking to a certain demographic yeah. than it is to me.
0: Yeah. Okay, I must At say it, the yeah.
1: end of the day, I am very well aware of police acting less than we would expect or hope Mm -hmm. you know and often being the perpetrators of crime against both men and women who look like me Mm -hmm. so it's not that shocking that a policeman can commit such a heinous crime like it happens all the time must i say sandra bland like what happened to her
0: Brianna Taylor Breonna and there's so, Taylor.
1: Many,
0: oh, yeah. there's so many things that's open start because you won't there's a, unfortunately there's a very shocking and again in the UK and other parts of the world yeah um, and unfortunately the case in the world we don't even hear about because and it's, that's the it's thing expensive. I think that
1: this this has been very publicized mm-hmm. and very much in the media and so a lot of people are like oh oh my gosh the police are capable of this I, mm, yeah, no,
0: no, girl, you, you, yeah, I totally am in agreement. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I was shocked. I guess the the biggest, I guess the for me, the thing the thing that I'm finding most shocking was that he had to cheat to kind of circulate images. Well, I don't know if it was about Sarah, but how am I gonna put it? He was on almost like he was known to his fellow colleagues that he's a bit of a, shall we say, interesting guy. Like apparently he was sending around like um I think crude images about women and you know kind of doing things yeah so he's known to be someone apparently I think he exposed himself I'm sure I I heard that he exposed
1: himself but then I tapped out the case because I was being too absorbed oh no yeah
0: same same
1: so he sent he sent around images
0: yeah like to his colleagues of like oh look I don't know what they were of course I'm again I'm a bit like you I'm not going to get too much into the detail because I think it can be detrimental to your mental health
1: but
0: um it, it was um basically he's got pro- he got issues mm-hmm. and my biggest thing too around everything when these things happen is who knew did his boss know and not say anything i bet he did because basically, you know what it's like when you're a company everyone knows i guess you know people say oh that's the one to look out for yeah. and look out for simon's a bit of oddball so if that i like to think that's what's happening but the fact that he's gone under the radar and apparently he was quite senior
1: so not only he he works with a firearm this
0: is even scarier. So this man is thriving in his career. He's Nothing's held him back. And he had that almost, uh, you know, the energy of I can do what I please. And it's mm. that whole George Floyd reminiscent attitude, mm. isn't it? Like, mm, I'm powerful. I'm big. I'm white. Um, I'm untouchable. Um, and I think, and, and and also the fact that no one questioned him. Yeah. Like no one said, actually, maybe we should raise this to someone. Maybe we should Well, they,
1: they did... From what i heard i don't know um how much was actually done about it but the report of the um exposure indecent exposure was the end of february so it was literally a few days before sarah everard went missing and i guess that then raises the questions of how seriously was that taken and that's my whole thing because as well. there was supposed to yeah. be like some kind of cctv evidence of that or something so and even then if that was raised <sighs> about someone surely suspend them temporarily yeah
0: that's it like especially again if you are an officer of the law again Mm. no one should be doing it obviously anyway but if you're someone who you're in society we pay your taxes to protect us right and to put Mm. us first and to have our best blah 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 so you know work with me here work with me here um why were you able to go on to do this and also it makes me think has he done this before
1: well, I don't know hopefully all of those questions will be answered and it will all be be exposed because I'd be very interested to know
0: mm-hmm. I'm really and, I, interested. and obviously we just hope we hope and we pray that this does not repeat itself and and again oh. and also I was saying as well I've done some research and there were a lot of new laws that have been passed recently and um, obviously we hope they have a positive impact um in terms of like Laws such as kind of stricter, harsher rulings against rape rape kind of um, extending the sentences and putting certain people on like, the offenders list. So there mm-hmm. is always known when you would grow it, like go into an area or just, you know, for your own well, you can research, OK, this person, you know, stand clear. So yeah. I think what they're starting to do now is kind of take what women have been saying to be for, for for decades a bit more seriously. seriously. So again, a bit like, you know, what happened, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement it's small incremental change and we still have a massive way to go. Um, But at least it's shone shone some light on an area that perhaps only a certain small community knew about. And do you know what I mean? We're taking it seriously, so to speak. Now the whole world is like watching and, you know, flabbergasted and we're all trying to, you know, we're all trying to educate ourselves. And i I, I I'd say that too, isn't it, Denise? Like, we are still educating ourselves on this whole journey on women, you know, gender equality, roles.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's it's a journey isn't it
1: it is it is is, it's a journey and it's been a long one and I think that there's probably still a long way to go
0: definitely definitely but yeah we can we can all do our part you know we can all do our part um and of course I've I've got my son and I'm gonna teach him you know I'm just gonna teach him about you know just equality and treating people very like fairly And that's the thing, I mean, even when I say it, it sounds a bit pie in the sky, doesn't it? Like, of course you've got to raise your child with these values. Um, and that's a sad mm. thing. You can only do what you can do. But what about people outside of your home? We're all doing our best out here, really? We're all doing our best it, really. all doing oh, our we best can do. It. That's it. It's quite that's a heavy it.
1: topic, isn't it?
0: I know, guys. So sorry we got a bit heavy. But again, I just think it can't always be kiki and light, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need to go... I, I know why, not, why can't Nordic. life be kiki? I know. No, life can be kiki in life, but sometimes they had we have to consider a few of the serious topics and just you know raise and spread awareness. Um yeah. and just kind of get the conversation going. This is what this podcast is about. This is about it's a, it's a platform to have a discussion about um, you know, topics and matters that impact. Our lives and and maybe you know um, a lot of your lives. So yeah, we just wanted to open up the discussion. Really, and um, great to hear what other people think about this topic. Um, yeah, and
1: slide into the DMs, guys. Let us definitely. know what you think, what are your thoughts and opinions on this whole case, mm-hmm. and all the things we've mentioned
0: yeah yeah we've we've definitely covered quite a bit um yeah so just for those who don't know that you should know is you need to be following us on the gram at the loft chronicles Mm -hmm. um yeah we are on there we are on all the major you know podcasting platforms if you want to share the link tell a friend to tell a friend and yeah just you know keep supporting wherever you can and thank you of course for tuning in thank you thanks
1: see you next time